Hello, this is Mal Pope, and you're listening to Stuart on Phoenix FM. Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Oh, and by the way, Nadolik Lawin, a blithe in with her. Yes, it is. And I am absolutely delighted to welcome back onto the show singer, songwriter, musician, broadcaster, one of the nicest people ever to zoom us from his shed. Mal Pope, hello. <laughs> it's cold in the shed, Steve. I've got to tell you, it's cold. It's cold, but I've got my red scarf on. I've kept my hat on as well. And gosh, is it really a year since we did all this Christmas stuff last time? It must. I know, time yeah. Fly? Didn't time it fly? does fly past. I can tell you're cold. I can almost see your breath. Uh, so thanks for. Uh, <laughs> Braving the cold for us, <laughs> speaking to a real genuine Welsh dragon um, as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The last time we spoke, um, it was it was uh, the, the world was in football frenzy. Um, yeah. I believe it was during the Euros, and uh, yeah. the world is still in football frenzy, apart from us, of course. Yeah, there is no World Cup anymore for either of us. There we are. <laughs> I was, obviously, it had been sixty. 64 years since Wales had got to the World Cup, 1958. And I was actually, I made a couple of films actually with a lady called uh, Esme Allchurch, a minute for the Welsh Football Association. Um, Esme Allchurch is the widow of Ivor Allchurch, the golden boy of Welsh football from 1958. Oh, and wow. just, you know, so, so different, you know, they came back. They came back at Swansea High Street Station. They got off and one of the porters said, oh, boys, been away on your holidays, have you? And they said, no, we've been <laughs> The quarterfinal of the World Cup and Pele scored, you know, but there we are. It's a different world now. It's a different world. <laughs> yeah. People are more aware of it now, aren't they? <laughs> Got mobbed, yeah, I imagine, yeah. on the rifle back. Um, yes. But as a football fan, did they do you proud? Well, to get there, you know, when you're a small nation like Wales, we're just pleased to be at the party. I mean, we didn't we didn't show our best side. Uh, and, you know, England was so close, you know, but for one or two refereeing decisions, they'd be... Yeah, you know they'd be still well in it, but there we are. It's a funny, it's funny old game, football, Stuart. Funny old game. Not always the best teams win. It is. Oh, it's usually the other way around, isn't it? I think the <laughs> best teams go in early. That's what we're going to stick with, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, have you, you've been a busy boy since the last time we spoke to you. There's been loads of great songs out, um, live albums, and all sorts, um, which we've been absolutely loving on Phoenix FM. Thank you. Uh, but I think the last time we spoke, you were, you did jokingly mention that you were um, filming a, a Christmas video in the middle of the summer. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> the strange thing. So basically what happened is, right, let's, let's go back. So uh, I'm involved in a project called Everyone Deserves a Christmas. It was set up by uh, an, a, an old school friend of mine who's now an MP, Carolyn Harris. And she started packing hampers at Christmas time on a kitchen table for, for families that weren't going to have a, you know, like a, Christmas that you'd like, like you see on the telly. And, you know, obviously food banks are great and they give you dried pasta and tomato sauce, but it's not like a celebration. So she started doing that. And then I, I helped one year to pack. And then she said, what are you going to do to help next year? And I said, well, should we do a record? And then we did a record. And, you know, we sort of pulled every favour in. So the videos, it started Michael Sheen at the beginning, ended with Catherine Zeta-Jones, and they had a Salvation Army band and a kids' choir in the middle. So I thought, wow. well, we've done that. We've done that now. And then in the summertime, she says to me, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. What are we going to do this year then? I'm thinking, well, we, we, had, we had Catherine Zeta-Jones. What do you want? Woman? Hang on a minute. What want? Yeah. <laughs> but she's got, she, we've known each other since we were kids, so she's got a lot of dirt on me. Um, so I just <laughs> thought, well, we'll do something different. So we'll... I, I got a lady called Bronwyn Lewis. Now, Bronwyn's become a bit of a TikTok sensation by singing English hits in Welsh. Greg James picked up with her on Radio 1 and stuff like that. And she's she's got a terrific voice. And I thought, well, why don't we do this? I've done a new tune for Away in a Manger. Let's get Bronwyn on. She said yes. And then there's a choir of ladies called the Valley Rock Voices. There's 200 of them. Whoa. I mean, okay. 
I mean, this, honestly, they go on. So we, rehe- we we recorded them in their rehearsals, and they sounded great. Put them on the record. And then I thought, well, let's do a video, you know. And I thought, we'll get a big venue, get a big old church. In fact, it's the church of my grandmother used to play the church organ, and it's the place I sang my very first carol in 1968, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Anyway, that's by oh, the way. Lovely. Uh, but it's a big touch. church. So we got we got a kids' orchestra, like their youth orchestra. There's 30 of them. There's me and Bronwyn. There's 30 of them. And then... You say 200 ladies in a choir, all dressed in red, and you think, well, that's that's sort of manageable. It, honestly, it was like the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea. They just kept on coming. And it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't directing a video. It was crowd management. Yeah, know? I bet it was. <laughs> it was seeing these faces. I've seen you before you were in again. Same people. <laughs> another one. Another. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, so we, uh, we actually recorded, recorded Away in a Manger in English. We recorded it in Welsh. So Bronwyn and I both sang in Welsh. My Welsh isn't terrific, but Bronwyn's is, ter- is wonderful. And then we did a version which is English and Welsh. And that's the one that's sort of getting most of the radio plays. But uh, they've on the CD, they've got the option of three different versions, English, Welsh, or English and Welsh. It is lovely to have all the versions. It reminded me of when I felt mum and dad bought a Enrique Iglesias album, and there was a, an English song, there was a Spanish song, then there was like a Portuguese version of the same song. Then there was a karaoke version of the same song. I was like, eh, how many versions? Oh, we, we should have done the karaoke version. We should have done like, the karaoke. It's too late. It's too late. Damn. No, it, 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 and it is interesting because the world has changed. I think all those Scandi dramas, you know, people are used to different languages and subtitles now. You know, um, Welsh is a, is a, it's a different language. It's, it's very, it is, you know, if you haven't heard it before, it is quite strange. <laughs> you know, I, cause you know, I did yeah, Feynman Sam, yeah. but I did it in, I did it Feynman Sam and I did Sam Tan, which is Feynman Sam and Gamraig in Welsh, you know, so I used to, I sang, you know, Canir Canir Gloch Sam Sam Tan Sam Bandi Aru Bach Ni. So, you know, it sounds slightly, it does sound slightly different. My mind has been uh, blown just now. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's been lovely to I- include it, you know, and, and make it inclusive. You know, the world it seems to have so many barriers up, so it's nice to break down some of those barriers with language as well in this country. I think that the English and Welsh version combined is just such a beautiful sound because you've got this this language that for, for most of us don't don't quite understand, but it just adds this layer of, of beauty to the, the sound. Oh, the two good. combined at the same time sound absolutely that's phenomenal. Good. And uh, I was going to ask you about the Welsh, so you can, you can speak Welsh. Um, well, tipping, so tipping back, that's the responsive little bit. Okay. Um, I was brought up speaking Welsh because my parents were teachers and I, I, I was brought up by my grandmother, grandfather, and they both talked to me in Welsh. But in the 60s, Welsh wasn't terribly, wasn't very popular. You know, the Welsh language school was small. It had a terrible football team. I didn't want to go there. And, <laughs> and, and it really was, there's a thing, this might, this might interest your listeners. There was a thing called, in the 1800s, called the Welsh Knot where school kids that came to school speaking Welsh were were soundly beaten for speaking Welsh. And if you if you were caught speaking Welsh in class, you had to put a sign around your neck with a big board which said, Welsh not. Uh, you know, they tried they did try to kill the language. Um, wow. Uh, but it, it 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 came back in you know popularity in the sixties and the seventies and it's you know the road sign. You know the thing is when you go to a a different country you don't you love all that stuff you know when oh, you see the road yes. signs it makes you feel you're you're in a different place and, and you know when you see uh, you know so swansea is abatawe right so it, it makes sense so swansea they say it's from swain king the, the swain fork beard when the vikings came here he sort of had a, had a bit of a kingdom here in swansea swain's eye swain's eye little, little islet in the middle of the river tawe but abatawe which is the welsh name for Swansea is Abba, which means the mouth of, 
the Tawi, the River Tawi. So Abba Tawi makes uh, complete sense because it's right at the. So Abba Davi is at the uh, mouth of the the Davi, uh, Abba Ravan the mouth of the Avon. So it sort of makes sense when you when you know the backstory to it a bit. So now that's opened our eyes to what Abba means. Um, Abba. Does that mean that the Swedish band we all know means mouth? <laughs> they were basically Welsh. They were. They were... <laughs> and the other one is Llan. If you if you if you worry about Llan Ellie or Llan Llan Vipulgwyn Gekogerth, when Dombot Llan Dillio go go go, Llan is like the saint. So Saint Llan Ellie is Saint Ellie. So you know they they go these names go back a long long way. I spent a lot of time growing up um, holidaying in Wales and visiting some of those places. I'm glad you said them all because <laughs> I always failed to explain where I'd been. Yeah. Over there somewhere. Over there yeah. somewhere. Up there, near that bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful place and it's a, a beautiful to hear uh, you bringing the language um, into some of your songs and some of your your bigger hits now um is this something you think you're going to do do a bit more of i i, I think yeah maybe an you angle know, there mal yeah no that is, we're always, always looking for an angle i mean bronwyn has made it her usp so that's lovely and it's lovely to support because she's a young artist and i've supported her since she was well 2022 20, something like that maybe so it's you know she, she's she's not that much older now and her first album i championed in, on various different things so it's it's lovely to work with you know, with young people. Uh, and actually on the album, there's a lady called Elisa Bonagura, right? It's an odd story. So Elisa Bonagura is from Nashville. And uh, she went to Lippa, which is the Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts. Anyway, she uh, she made a video about with a new song called The Other Side of the World. And she wanted an actor in Britain to be like, yeah, you know, her love of interest on the other side of the world. So they, they made this video with this lad called Steve Shirley, whose mum and dad lived just down the road. So oh. anyway... <laughs> The video turned into real life, so there, they, there's a bit of a thing going on. I don't like to comment on oh, it. Oh, lovely! Um, but she came across to do a gig with Steve in Swansea in the summertime. He said, "Oh, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you fancy coming and doing a Christmas charity record with me?" So I've got Elisa Bonagura <laughs> from Nashville on it with a Swansea boyfriend playing guitar. So <laughs> you know, the thing is, when the opportunities arise, you know, Steve, when the opportunities arise, you've got to grab them. And uh, lovely to have lots of different people on this on this record. Absolutely, yeah. You, there's a whole host of names and people you've worked with on this. Um, what was one of the the most challenging uh, shifts for you to work with? Because I know there's a big range of the musical styles in in this album, and with the people you work with, as you say, from Nashville uh, to yeah. down the road. Uh, yeah. What what some of the the challenges uh, of working with people? Well, the thing is, I, I, I know that you played uh, an album called a song called "Dream Out Loud" on, on the station, which yes. which featured a gospel choir, and and with them we went to London, and everybody had headphones on, you know, but there was like seven people in the choir. We could you know record them a couple of times, double track them, triple track them. When you've got two hundred ladies, it's <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible, you know. So you you have to work around that. So it was lovely. So I went to this. The thing is, you go to a, you know a ladies' choir rehearsal, you end up eating cake and having having cups of tea as as well as trying to record them so that was that was quite interesting uh but we managed to get a, a, a good couple of takes and uh, mix them together so that that was that was lovely but that, that you know even for the ladies they, they they did it in english and then they had to do it in welsh as well so i think they yeah. i think they enjoyed and i did a concert with them last saturday in a place called the mumbles i live in the mumbles terrible place to be a broadcaster when you come from the mumbles anyway <laughs> they, they usually they usually dress in red dresses i always think it's christopher's you know ultimate night fantasy oh Two isn't it yeah dressed in, dressed in red. <laughs> except it was their christmas concert so they were all dressed in white so i thought i'll have them I'll have. so i i got my my red suit which i have worn once before red red shirt red shoes 
walked oh, them well. Yes. I tell you what, you couldn't stop him laughing if he tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the photo evidence. It's a cracking yeah, suit. Yeah, it really it is, is a good suit, isn't it? The kids laughed when I bought it. Well, actually, they're still laughing thinking about it. <laughs> They probably got it on now where they're putting the decorations up. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, so featuring uh, 200 ladies in the Swansea Choir, you mentioned as well the, the Fiddlesticks Youth Orchestra. Um, yeah. That's a great name for, for an orchestra, I've got to say. They're brilliant. They, they do a lot of busking around this time of year. So I, I'd seen them for the last couple of years. I thought, right, when I get a chance, I'm going to get them on one of the records. And they're, they're lovely. And it's again, it's great to work with. You know, it brought down the average age of the people on the record by about 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> but the big ones we've heard, we've heard the uh, the Wayne Manger cover mm. with you and Brom, Brom and Lewis, which is gorgeous. But there's a couple of tracks on there that you've done uh, just yourself. Uh, yes. Like Christmas in My Heart, which yes. I think is just such a beautiful way of summarizing what some of us feel about christmas this time of year yeah yeah it is, it is interesting you know it's just because it's a sad it can be a sad time um in fact one of the songs which is was the most difficult to record is a song called left behind um i, I became an orphan this year i know i you know you think of orphans being seven years old and being an oliver twist or something like that but i, I became an orphan lost my mum, 98 years old she had a great life and sadly oh. missed but a, a blessed life and it just made me think, you know, about uh, uh, growing up and you know, all that implies. Uh, so that was a really hard, not hard one to record, but a very emotional song to record, Left Behind. You know, are we left behind or have we left them? Anyway, you can make your mind up when you when you hear that song, Christmas in My Heart. And then there's a couple of jolly tunes as well, you know, It Won't Be Christmas Till You're Here With Me. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's sort of some country versions of Little Town of Bethlehem with Steve Balsamo. Steve is a wonderful singer. He was Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar when they brought it back in the West End. Uh, a nice story, but I'm not sure if I told you this about Steve. Steve no, I... is, um, he was uh, Jesus and Jesus. So I went to see him at the Lyceum. And it was, you know, he's, his face was on every bus going through London at the time. Ah, so I went to, yes. went to see him. And uh, at the end of the show, uh, he... Um, he thumbs up to me in the audience. He knew I was there because I was I was going to interview him afterwards. Lovely big thumbs up. So I went back to see him afterwards. Walked into his room and he was he was literally wiping the blood off with some baby wipes. And I said, oh, oh, I said thanks, thanks for the you know the thumbs up at the end. He said, yeah, I was looking for you all the way through the show. Then then I got up on the cross and then I saw you down there in the stalls. <laughs> And it, it really struck me as being quite, <laughs> it worked on a couple of different levels. I mean, he's, and he's a great singer. When he sings Gethsemane, if you get a chance to look at Steve Balsamo, Gethsemane online, it'll blow your socks off. Oh, fantastic. So I didn't realise that you've actually got Jesus on the album. Uh, I've well got Jesus, played. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Called in all the big guns for the Christmas album. <laughs> we should have used that as a strap line. Oh. <laughs> in the Christmas card, no, you're the... <laughs> Featuring actual Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, you mentioned your... your uh, it came out last year, the uh, Won't Be Christmas, of course, featured heavily in our Drive Time Christmas chart and stormed it all the way uh, to the big win at the end uh, last Fantastic. year. What are my what faves? Yeah. What are our chances this year? What do you think? What are the chances? Well, I, I, you know, I don't want to speak too soon, but no, I've got no, high, no. high hopes. You know, you've got <laughs> Jesus on the album. You've got 200 <laughs> ladies in the choir. You've got multiple languages. <laughs> <You've> got... <laughs> and it's all for a great cause. It, it's, is. it is indeed. 
a terrific track and um of course we'll follow developments throughout uh throughout december and um, yeah. there's loads of great songs cliff is back this year he is, um isn't he? i know you, you you've spoken to him um several yeah. times um yeah. on and off tv um yeah. is he gonna let you have this one or is he, is he pushing hard for the number one no, he's, <laughs> i was gonna say he's a devil no he's not he's, <laughs> he's he, i know he he's very competitive you know he's very competitive he? he sang a couple of yeah he sang a couple <laughs> of my songs and uh so i got to know him a little bit but you know christmas and cliff it's like you know it's like uh you know i don't know bread and butter it's it, like, yeah uh, it goes together well <laughs> <laughs> so he's not going to let it go without a fight but we were up for the fight me and the ladies we're yeah. up for the fight <laughs> you and 200 ladies versus cliff yeah. <laughs> you got this you got this lovely uh Mal, it's been great to chat to you um oh, thank you i've thoroughly enjoyed your music throughout the year and of course this album um what are your plans for 2023 23 um i think just keep going you know we've got we've got quite a lot of songs ready to be released it's just trying to work out yeah yeah you know where it's, it's actually a big year for me next year i know i don't look it uh but it's it's 50 years since i signed my first record deal with elton john's rocket record label that was i was i was 13 years old in 1973 so it's 50 years of making records wow so in many ways that's a, a landmark to still yeah. be doing it and i'm you know i am I'm blessed to be able to still do it. So we we we'll probably do a couple of bigger concerts in the in our area. Uh, I'm trying to develop. You know, the concerts got got postponed uh, th through COVID. So just trying to develop, going further and further afield, and keep on releasing. And you know, it only takes it only takes a couple of people to like your records and and things. You know, we we've all seen life change for people. But um, yeah, I'm you know I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. I can't wait to hear more of it, and I can't wait to come and see you live. I'm gonna have to bring my mum; she's a massive fan. Is she? <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yes. That's great. We'll give her my love. Tell her Merry Christmas. Now, Dolly Clawin, a blighter now with her. Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year to her as well. Oh, beautiful! Oh, she'll get that knitted on her shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mal, good luck with the Christmas single. It's absolutely lovely. Uh, but I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas, um, celebrating in style um are you inviting all 200 ladies around for for christmas cake to celebrate they'll, they'll probably um, we've got some inspired some inspires on there bring them in spy party it'll have to be so they can bring their own but uh, they do like a part they do like a party at the ladies they do like a party so. <laughs> that's all i'm saying my mouth is sealed they <laughs> like a party and a cake that's how it's yeah. <laughs> mal happy new year merry christmas and we will speak to you and see you next year fantastic thanks dear lovely to speak to you Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that chat half as much as I did. Before you go, there are hundreds more great conversations like this one available to listen to anytime for free on the Now You're Talking podcast. It would really do me a huge favour if you gave this podcast a review wherever you're listening to it. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share it with your friends. Oh, and I'd love it if you popped me a follow and a message on social media too. You can find me on every platform you're on, uh, all under the same username, at Stupink, S-T-E-W-P-I-N-K. Or you can get in touch on my website, stuartpink.com. Just a little bit further up. There we are. There we are. Full glory. <laughs> Excellent. All oh, right. Lovely. Wonderful. Nice to see you. Uh, lovely jumper, by the way. Lovely jumper. Oh, oh you're indoors. You, you've you. got your studio in the house. I'm in, I'm in the shed. 
which means you've <laughs> deliberately got to go oh. out of the house and oh, I know. oh switched yeah. on, but switch on about half an hour ago trying to warm it up a little bit but uh <laughs> yeah and thanks for your continued support much appreciated